Eight. Eight. Hi, it's Cullen here from Eat Magazine. Welcome to another podcast. We're currently outside the Melbourne Exhibition Centre. We're going into the Connect Expo. We're about to go through the doors. They're hosting a slush down under tomorrow, which is really Australia's premier launch platform for local startups, uh, bringing a little bit of Silicon Valley to Australia. So we're going to go straight in now and, uh, and find out find out what we can find for startups. I've just ran into Stephen Perner from Virtual Reality Ventures. It's uh, it's often difficult to try and get to their stand. There's normally nine people deep and you've got to fight your way past the cameras and uh, the film crews in order to get, get to them. So we're going to see if we've got time to catch up with them today. And uh, I can see Atula from Silicon Beach community outside. He's making his way in now. And uh, so we're going to try and catch up with those guys, an important part of the startup ecosystem here in Melbourne now and, and really more so Australia. So, so let's go in and see if we can find something for startups inside. I'm fortunately joined today by Helen Mitchell, who I met at the Connect Expo today at lunchtime. Thanks for joining us, Helen. Thank you. And uh, I, uh, an interesting story as to how we met, because uh, with me doing my podcast recently, I've I'd had a few challenges with microphones and getting the gear all together. And I noticed as soon as I arrived, you had a series of very good-looking microphones and other attachments that I thought would be perfect for podcasting. And that's how we began our conversation. And so here we are at the end of the day. We're upstairs at the hotel in the sunset in, in Melbourne here. It's a glorious uh, mid-April afternoon. And uh, how have you found the Connect Expo so far? Pretty good. Um, yeah, it's a mixture. Uh, a mixture of people, a mixture of um, conversations and traffic. You know, sometimes it was a little quiet and then around the corner you have a conversation with somebody that you think, gee, I'm glad I didn't budge from the spot. So, yes, up and down. I think talking with the other startups there, uh, again, mixed reports. A lot of people are very interested in tomorrow. Yeah, Which absolutely. is really our day, I yeah, think. Yeah, fantastic. So today was a warm-up yep. and a good good way to get the pitch right and understand the audience and um, still some good conversations had. Yeah, fantastic. So, look, uh, just, I, I guess, going straight into... I guess the products that you have and how my conversation started. So I've got the um, the Lavala microphone, which we, we both have and love. And uh, and then you you said that you had a, um, which I must get from you tomorrow, I must buy one of those off to you tomorrow. Is it a splitter? Yes, yes. That's so Rode, yeah. uh, Rode, who make beautiful uh, audio equipment, I've been uh, nagging these guys. They're an Australian company, and yet when I'm based in the US, we have an office in Austin, I find that there's something magical happens when you talk to the Americans because they actually make a big priority of it. And when Australia hears that the Americans want it, well, guess what? It happens. And so the smart lab, as you mentioned, that's the uh, the jargon that they refer to it as, uh, has a very short um, cable. So they've created an extension lead for that. 
Uh, I like to think it was my nagging that contributed well, to that. Well, fantastic, because this short leaf <laughs> drives me nuts. Yeah. I mean, I can't go anywhere with it, and so I've got to, like, bring people right up beside me, which is not a problem most times, but <laughs> most times. I, sometimes it's a little friendly. And the the one that we had on our booth is a, a four-metre yeah, length, and so fantastic. we actually have them uh, made out of the UK. We right. import them, yep. and we have them made to order, and specifically because we're working with business, teaching them how to get great audio. Because we're in the video space and working with smartphones and teaching them, look, there's all this amazing stuff you can do. Your smartphone's got an incredible camera in it. Yep. Why not leverage that and yep. start doing stuff yourself? So, great. That's, so that's the space we're in. Fantastic. So um, that leads me on to the, 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 the next couple of things that you had, uh, which are very interesting. I'm going to be introducing you to a few people tomorrow who I think are going to love, love the work that you're doing. Now, the other thing is that you've, you've got an app, and, yes. and the app relates to video, or is it video and audio in a sense, isn't it? It's predominantly video, uh, and yet um, I think what I'm recognising is that although business people, particularly the ones we're talking to, are saying, I know I need to be doing this, I know I need to get my head around it, and yet there's this hesitation when the camera is turned on to themselves. Yep. Uh, there's a lot of perfectionists out there, and they are apprehensive that they might not come off as well as they would like. And it's interesting because we also have a kit. So what we learned is, yes, we've got an app and we also teach people how they can actually do step-by-step, -step, capture a great testimonial or how to do a good interview and this sort of thing. And the video app is allowing them to add a professional layer to the whole thing. So although you might still be finding your feet with filming, yep. uh, it's really important you get great audio. Yep, sure. Uh, so that's where the, the, the microphones and those things really come into play. But then what our app offers is the ability to add the branding. So your company always looks smart. It looks like a professional layer has been added, which it has. And, um, and so we're here at this event pretty much launching our Kickstarter effort. And that is, um, I guess, for 25 bucks, we're going to animate your logo, give you the app for free, and people are like, what? Hang on, 25 bucks and that's it? Uh, yes. Um, because we're wanting to find early adopters and people that are trying to communicate using video, and I think for your audience, there's people out there that know they need a video, but it's so costly that if they go to a, you know, a videographer, they know it's going to be thousands of dollars. And things change so quickly yeah, that they right. want to be able to edit and do things on the fly and grab footage and little bits and pieces to whack onto their social pages just to say, hey, we've just done this. And if it's lightweight, our whole philosophy is that it shouldn't be hard to do. Yeah, sure. And done is better than perfect, which was somebody else's quote. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think done is definitely um, better than perfect in the startup world. So I think yes. certainly you'll have a strong following tomorrow. And uh, I must ask you now to remind me to make sure that I um, I buy it off you tomorrow. Because, oh, I'm going to give it to you. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, I was very surprised by uh, your partner because he took that video and then he rolled it all together and it put in the intro and the outro and then a fantastic little logo in the corner. It's like, this is amazing. I can't believe you did that in three minutes 
and and I think you know for me particularly with the particularly with the magazine video is a huge challenge yes. I fall in love with it I fall out of it yes. I have huge temper tantrums about <laughs> it I give it up I don't do it and then I go back to it six months later you know healed apparently mm-hmm. um, with a new idea and um, it's just it's, it's this huge struggle I think for a lot of startups and we realize now how important video is mm. and it's just more important every day and it's just growing to be more important every day so there is no ignoring it yeah. uh, and I, I would hate to think that my podcasting is my way around it and to some extent I think it is but I think it's a completely different medium and it does very different things and it allows us to um, have I think there's a certain depth to podcasting that you're never going to get in video sure. and I really enjoy that but I think that the video thing has to be crushed and it has to be crushed by easy applications like yourself that's my philosophy I guess Exactly, and I think the other thing is, um, if it's lightweight, you can experiment. You know, you're not anxious every moment, this has cost me X, and, yeah. and, and at that point, you're freed up to be creative, yep, you sure. can have a play with things, and that was really our whole psychology around, okay, let's go on Kickstarter, let's see who, who, who responds, yep. and I don't think there's been an event yet that I've been to where there isn't somebody in a startup space or entrepreneurial in nature yep. that doesn't look at it and go... I get it. I could do a whole lot of things with this. And it's then their journey and their experimentation because everything, every situation is unique. But so long as it's not a a heavy payload, you know, if it's not time-consuming and really difficult to learn or costly, then you're going to do it. So what we did with the Kickstarter, because previously we were charging for the service and we thought, nope, Let's go back to the drawing board right. and try and get some real heat into this. Yeah, fabulous. Because if we can bring those people in that, if the risk is removed, yeah. would just naturally do it. That's right. Yeah. Then um, let's see what happens. Yeah. It, it's an experimentation. I yeah, mean, fantastic. You know. well, we, we love that. We love that in the startup world. I just want to, in case I forget afterwards, if um, uh, as we're going to continue the conversation, of course, but if people want to know more about the app, where should they go to find that information on the web? Okay, well, our, our website is um, BusyVid, so that's B-U-S-I-V-I-D. So it's half business, half video was the concept. Oh, fantastic. I mean, that was after a few glasses of wine, yep, and good. we all have those moments. Yeah. Uh, so we're stuck with it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah, BusyVid.com, and, uh, yep. and we're also on Kickstarter. Yeah, so the Kickstarter thing... Uh, was really about getting these early adopters in and, and just sort of getting people in and trying it out and getting yes. some heat into it and getting it moving and uh, so so a really good idea. And you've only been there for a few days in that space. It's coming right? up a week and okay. um, I think we're 11% funded now and yeah, wow. I think I've learnt some things standing alongside other startups at this yeah. event. Okay. Uh, there was somebody who had a very successful campaign right. who immediately came over and said, oh, you're on Kickstarter, I've got to say hello, which was wonderful. Yeah. And he then gave me pearls of information right. that I thought, okay. He said, look, you have to understand only 5% yeah. in the app space are funded. Yeah, right. Um, and his first Kickstarter was a complete flop. Yep. But he learned so much that when he did the second yeah. effort, okay. it was a huge success. Right. And his advice to me was, you've got a pre-campaign before you go on to Kickstarter. Yeah. And this is where my regret was, because I had investors bearing down on me saying, we want it now, we want it live, <laughs> yeah, we yeah, have to, you yeah. know, we have to see, we have to see <coughs> progress. Yep. 
And of course, you know, everyone's wanting to keep them happy. Yep, sure. So we we did rush that part of it. And yep. of course, I had PR lined up, but right. I wanted the link live in my press release. Yes, okay. So, you know, Chicken and Egg said, well, I've got to go live because, yeah. you know, I've got to get the press release. So yeah. what do I do first? Yeah, okay. So in hindsight, I think we would definitely go again and do things differently, but that's life. Yeah. Um, but if anyone's thinking about Kickstarter, now that it's available uh, to Australians... Yeah, that's right. Um, it's it's um, it's interesting. I was very upset that we weren't recognised as a US entity because we have an office in the States. Yeah. But I didn't meet all the requirements. You have to still be a US citizen, even though right. you can be a director of a USC corp. Yeah, okay. Um, sure. I hit, I hit a, a hurdle. Yeah. Uh, didn't have the, the actual passport and photo ID. Right, sure. But uh, anyone thinking about it, you're still getting the exposure it's just it's expressed in US dollars underneath because of course Americans only know their own yeah, currency sure. and I'll yeah. say that to their face yeah um, but we're we're aiming for you know five thousand Australian dollars, right, which yeah. with the current miserable exchange rate <laughs> yeah, right. uh, is a mere three thousand eight hundred US. Yeah, so <laughs> it used I, to be dollar for dollar, but not anymore. Well, that's funny. <laughs> so that was a, that was a significant change for a lot of people. Oh, I know. it was huge. <laughs> and um, and I guess we're we're still playing with that. Here we are, mid April, and we're yes. still at that exchange rate. So so I guess it's interesting you say that. I haven't had too much uh, to to do with people in the. A kind of Kickstarter realm of, of things, although I'm increasingly invited into similar spaces for various reasons. And I did notice friends of mine that did do a campaign some time ago, and uh, it was very evident to me that, um, that they had done perhaps exactly what you were talking about. There had been... Um, no kind of complete pre no. pre 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 launch where you just completely build the whole thing up yeah. before you even switch the lights on, and so I learnt that very mm. early on, mm. and I'm excited to know that. So I'd I'd quite like to maybe next year get involved with somebody on on some other level with that where you just put the whole campaign and just build it up and build it up, and then you you, and then sort of you let go. it go like a slingshot. Yes. Uh, that's the and way he, to do it, And he was it? saying, you know, at least four to six weeks. Yeah. And then right. he even said four weeks, and then he teased it out for another two, yeah, building that anticipation. Yeah, that's right. Um, and I think the term, the jargon is building a tribe. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, building so, a tribe. Yeah. That's right, because by the time it's there, you want people knocking the door down. Yeah. Uh, you want to queue outside, and uh, it's the same for, you know, a restaurant or a club or anything, really. You, you, you want people to really want to get in. And that takes, I guess, at least five, six, seven weeks, yeah? Well, it is a concentrated marketing effort. So what I do love about it is it's very focused. Yeah, sure. So everyone is, is, is zeroing in on that. Our marketing efforts and everything is circling around a deadline of 30 days. Yep, sure. And in that environment, you, you, it's a surprising how creative and <laughs> yeah. desperate yeah, that's right, yeah. uh, you can get because yeah, sure. you're looking at all different techniques. You're, you're trying Facebook ads. You're trying all of the social things. You're creating an ad on YouTube and yeah, seeing whether sure. that works. You're looking at all of your analytics with absolute, you know, fever pitch intensity oh, yeah, because it's the longest 30 days of your life, <laughs> yeah, I've been told, yeah, although yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah sure. I'm, I'm, you know just at the start of it and and it's also a challenge to manage your own emotional state yeah um, right. because this is your baby that's right and you put it out there, there for, for the everybody whole world. and and i think too you you're sort of looking at it and 
I'm trying to say to investors, look, this is just one avenue. This is not the be-all and end-all. Yeah, this, has this to is be the taken. beginning of the story, yeah. and this yeah. is the first app, and these are the first two applications, yes. and uh, and and we're really in it to win it, and it's a long race. This but it is, is just the first hurdle. Yeah. And and the VCs and you know the people that I know in that space are typically gamblers, and yeah, they right. they don't yeah. quite have the staying power <laughs> to to understand necessarily that. Um, there's experimentation, yeah, um, both with the development of the product, but also with the marketing. So we're promised, yeah, you know, from a PR perspective, we were promised incredible results with the software that we purchased at a significant cost, yeah, and um, and you know, and if you trust individuals to market for you, but I mean, sure. since launching on Kickstarter, I've been approached by many, many people to you know handle the marketing and this, that, and the oh, other. Oh, really? And, Fantastic. Oh, well, yeah, and yet. It's all asking yeah. for money. It's, yeah. it's you yeah, know, it, it, it's a mixed bag. Yeah, you know? okay, um, okay, good. So, but I do, I do hear over and over that it's a great exposure. Yeah, that's right. And I think exposure is very important, isn't it? Because there's there's a lot of people that kind of. Um, there's another group of people that just, and, and you know, you could have just done your same thing. You could have just released it independently, quietly on the side, and sort of put it beside a balloon and just hoped that it went up and, you know, peddling along with not being able to get that message out on that huge platform like Kickstarter where you're able to say, okay, and then you can attach people to it. You can say, yes. look, here it is. This is the ship. Get in, everybody. We are sailing out now. It's yes. like there's no choice. You're either going to fall in the water or you're going to be on board. What are you going to do? Yes. So it really focuses you. So it's got a That's, fantastic angle to it. It does. It does. I'm guessing, I'm guessing that uh, I know a lot of people come up with solutions uh, after they've been through a few challenges. I guess I'm using a very light term of language. Uh, but I, I guess that you must have been through a few challenges before you came up with the idea for this app, and it must be solving a very real problem for you that you've had in, in life in other areas. Is that, is that true? In terms so, of the, the yeah, okay. so birth I, I had, of the innovation? Yes. So the story is that um, I had an ad agency. Yep. So that had, like, I used to use the word boutique. It was very fashionable back then. Yeah. And so I had a, a number of wonderful clients, always with very nice big budgets, and it was a joy yeah, to, to okay. work in that environment where we were telling, you know, doing a lot of video production, a lot of um, training, uh, the odd television commercial, which sure. was always super exciting. Yeah. And invariably, it was funny how a pattern evolved. So Makita, for yeah, example, sure. was a client of ours. And one day I remember going into the editor, and this is back in the days when everything was done very traditionally with an edit suite, and, you know, you'd have... A process that you stamped out, but you weren't thinking that yeah, way. Okay. And one day I said to this guy, um, you know, the editor, I said, okay, well, they want a, it's a new, I don't know, angle grinder or some darn thing. Yeah. Um, we want the same voice artist as before. Yeah. Um, we want the same style that you did for the, the power drill or whatever yeah. the last week's one was. Yeah. Uh, this time it's going out to our, um, you know, in Singapore. Yep, so we sure. need that branding. Yeah. And as I talked through all those elements with him, I suddenly realised that there was this pattern. Yeah, right. And what if you could modularise the way video is made and store those elements fundamentally in a different way? Right, sure. And what if you could make it accessible to the little guy? Yeah, because right. Because I'd always worked with the large companies saying, you know, yeah. we've got this, you know, 
eight, ten, twelve, fifteen grand just for a really, you know, Short. basic training thing, yeah, and sure. and you go, all right, that was the way things were done back then. Yeah. So that's when we started. So that was back in, um, gosh, back in the eighties. Right. Mm. Yeah. That's just showing how old I am. And the pattern was. There's the style of the video, yeah. there's the voice, yeah. there's the brand, yeah. there's um, the, what else are the, the five elements, the voice, the brand. Um, obviously you've got your um, call to action and your whether it's a local distributor and you change that out each time, and then um, the music. Right. So if you could modularize each of those yeah. and then just select which one that you was want. Yeah. exactly okay. so wow. by republishing on the fly yeah. you could then change the call to action to make right this is now for the singaporean um, audience or you know you could even go down to an individual level right, with sure. our app you can actually say all right well i'm going to pitch my concept so something that you know entrepreneurs need to do all the time is communicate and that's where our deeper offering is uh, in our second app which is called Direct yep. and that allows you to select a video so let's say you've got your overview of, of what your product is and yep. what you're pitching yep. but let's say you want to personalize it yep, sure. and send that to an individual yeah they'll be very impressed to hear okay Cullen here's a video that I've prepared and I, I really think you'll be interested in watching this yeah. and then at the end you finish off with um, I'm looking forward to meeting with you on Tuesday and discussing it further. Fantastic. So that is our deeper offering. Yep. So the Kickstarter strategy was very much about exposing something that we could make pretty much available for yep. free. Sure. Uh, totally free didn't work. Yeah, sure. Uh, we'd have to put some price tag on it, so we figured 25 bucks ought to do it. Easy. Um, and it's 50 if you go to our website, and even then that's not going to kill you. Yeah, sure. But that was really um, the start of the exposure to this whole world of what you can do you know with your phone yeah. with some simple hardware and you know your own drive to say okay i'm going to i'm going to do this fantastic and i know that uh, i had a i had a a, a a conversation yesterday with one of the, a fantastic startup which i won't name at the moment because they're they're going into um, the fastest growing 50 companies wow. in Australia in the next few weeks. And we're doing a podcast with them later in the year. But uh, we, had a, we had a conversation about advertising and automation and Facebook and all of that sort of thing. And, and just how, how personalized uh, the whole advertising campaign stuff is. And mm. how, you know, I know with the magazine that uh, I need to talk to people on their iPhone 6 Plus uh, that... This is that this content is really for them. This is urban content for people who have an iPhone 6 Plus, and it's just been designed for them. Wow. And I have to have that conversation just with, with them. And of course, video is a great way to do it. Yes. But there's all the challenges that you're talking about in terms of what video is and how much it takes and how much effort it is. And so, so I'm very excited by this idea okay. that I can individualize this just for that one group of readers. So. And, and that's the trick. If it remains lightweight, yeah. um, so with this modular approach, it means that you can then republish. So you can have some core content that you know is your core message, but then there might be something that changes out, again, as you say, depending on the audience, if it's one or many. Yeah. And then um, the next thing uh, I was starting to allude to is, is, is having the insight. So the second app, which is not on Kickstarter, but is actually what our goal is, is yeah. to expose people to that. 
uh, is direct and that is an app that allows you to send that video to somebody, know when it was watched and have analytics to say, okay, now they've watched it, they've yep. watched it on their smartphone or they've watched it at their desktop or yep. they've shared it yep. or it's been watched on this many devices or if, for example, you had a range of products yep, and sure. you sent them three videos yep. and you go, okay, well, they looked at the first one, yeah. they didn't bother with the second, but yeah. the third one obviously is very interesting because they've watched it five times and it's been watched on two different devices. Right, fantastic. So, so that's where you're emailing somebody the video and you don't really know if they're watching it on their desktop exactly. or if it's on their phone or, where, or whether they or even bothered. Whether they even bothered. So this is fantastic. So 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 this um, so this is really going into that in-depth personalised well, advertising where, analytics, which yeah. is where the whole that's industry where the game is. is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that's very exciting. And so so direct is is already out, or it's coming out. No, it's, it's out this, and it's, it's available. And yeah. I look, I just mention it because I really think it's relevant to entrepreneurs and sure. anyone in the startup space because if they can pitch. Yeah. An idea. I mean, how much time have we all spent yeah, killing ourselves, yeah. pitching and going insane? Yeah. And at the other end of it, you know, you can go to events and blow all this money. Yeah. And if yeah. you just got the right contact yeah. and could zero in on them, yeah, um, absolutely. send it directly to their phone if yeah, you're feeling particularly absolutely. brave. Yeah. Or send it as an email. And I've done it to VCs in the US. Yeah. Just to clarify for our listeners that uh, English is a second language. So when we talk about the VCs, which we've been talking a lot oh, today. Sorry, sorry. Talking about venture capitalists. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, so look, um, it's interesting that we, because one of the things that's happening is uh, I've got colleagues that are developing a game, and um, we were going to do this sort of live thing where we were going to go to, you know, a mall somewhere, and, and we were going to sort of play the game out and get people to interact, you know, and all that sort of thing. And I said, look, look, the first thing we need is a really good video. Yes. And so I've been getting these text messages recently where, you know, they're really struggling. Um, and just talking about all that stuff that you're talking about, putting a good video together. Um, but I think they're going to have something really good to take to tomorrow night's uh, slush party. I don't know um, if you're going to go. Yes. Are you going to be yes, there? Yes, I'd love and to so, see. Um, and so what, what they're going to be able to take that around on their phone. And I said, look, you're going to have, like, you're going to have three minutes to pitch somebody. You're going to be talking to you. It's going to be noisy. You're going to have to be able to get your phone out, say, here's the video, and show them the concept. And, yep. And, of course, the best video is going to come out later in the week. But, it, but you know, they had the timeline, and at least they were able to get that far. And so, so I feel like that we're, we're moving from this platform of pitching on stage, which I think has been important for people to sort of sort out where they are, mm -hmm. to pitching online through these videos is the next ultimate kind of evolution for startups, really, isn't it? Do you feel I, that's I the same? I think so, because, you know, the, the, the most precious thing you have is your time. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I think if, if you know that, you know, how, man, how many times have we been strung along with somebody saying, oh, yes, you know, you've got to meet this person or this angel investor or this group, and, and, um, and sometimes also, uh, it was an interesting concept to me, because, it, you know, when you're on the proud to get support, yeah. both financial and um, every other form, yeah. you, you you can be, not desperate, but you can be so eager yeah. um, that you're not actually discerning. And yeah. that can be, uh, you know, I had somebody say to me, it's not a case of qualifying people, it's a case of disqualifying those that don't match your culture or your vision or whatever, because if you bring people into your business yeah. in any Form yeah. that are not on board, yeah. that's the thing we have to preserve as, as entrepreneurs yeah. and as business owners. We, we really want to know that that's not going to be torn up. 
because that's who we are. That's mm. right. Yeah, that's right. And that is that is our soul, isn't it? Really, yeah. when, when we talk about this is our baby or that that mm. sort of thing. And and I think that's very important. I think that's why uh, I've, I've spent a lot of time in in the magazine, clearly outlining what are our values. Yes. Um, what are our uh, expectations. How are we? How are we meeting those? And um, what is it that we really stand for? And, and much of it has been around building a community around the magazine, and, and that's something I believe in a hundred percent. And so that's what I'm putting out there. Yes. And I think that that actually disqualifies a whole lot of people yes. who say, "Oh yeah, who cares? You know, I'm not interested in communities and things. I'm just out there. You know, I'm I'm chasing the fastest buck I can get. Well, that's yeah. fine. You know. Yeah. Um, but it, I think it's really good because I think. It actually, it actually clears the dross mm. and it allows the light in, so to speak, and it allows people to come in with a really clear, clear vision of not only what is the application about or what the business idea or startup is about, but in actual fact what you're about. And exactly. I think that's really important. Because at the end of the day, all video is is an efficient communication tool. That's right. Tool. That's yeah. all it is. So yeah. if you can do that well, and there's lots of techniques and tips and tricks. I mean, we have online, we have courses and things that sort of show you how to get started. Yep, fantastic. But I think one thing I'll say to people as well, and it came up today with the, the, the chap in the booth next to me, he said... Oh, I get so nervous when I have to do a video. I start to physically shake. Yeah. I just hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. And um, and with some businesses, they start with testimonials and interviews because they feel it's so much easier to get somebody to talk about them. Yeah, sure. And in, obviously in glowing, yeah, glowing terms. terms but yeah. but they find that an easier transition and a great starting point. Yeah. Um, which it is. Yeah. And 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 we've got a kit that helps you get started with that, which includes you know the microphone and all the things that you saw. Yeah. But the, the next phase is eventually you have to become a spokesperson and put yourself out there. Yeah. But the advice I would give people, because I absolutely hated it myself. Yeah. I yeah. absolutely, you could see the scratch marks in the concrete as yeah. I was dragged <laughs> to go and do these sorts of things. I absolutely yeah. hated it. Yeah. And then I did a video. Um, it was all on how to film a car, yeah. believe it or not, with yep. an iPhone. And then... This was published on YouTube. It's now had over a thousand views, and I did right. nothing with it. Right. But the, the turning point was that I actually had somebody who'd watched it not once, but yeah. multiple times, and told me how helpful it was. How he'd paused it and 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 caught up with what I was doing, and right. and, and and replicated it yeah. at his in Adelaide or wherever he was. Yeah. And he was so grateful and so excited right. that I thought. It's not about me. Yeah. It's about helping people, yeah. and it's about teaching, educating, or communicating. And if I stop fussing over what I look like, and you know, if I'd only lost another kilo or whatever, you know, yeah, yeah. insecurity I'm feeling, that's irrelevant. It's all about being emotionally charged. charged. So you've that's got right. you've yeah. got this human element, and that's what you know, a simple video can do. It's yeah. just, it doesn't have to be onerous, but it becomes an authentic communication. Thanks for that, uh, Helen. I wanted to ask you as well, what was the, what was the name of that? Um, oh, the lens. The lens that was on the, okay. on the, it was on the iPhone, wasn't it? Was, it was, yeah. yes. It's, it's um, definitely an iPhone product. Uh, Android, unfortunately, doesn't have the same level of support with the manufacturers, but yeah. what you're referring to is a, a really cool gadget called an Olo clip. Right. And Oloclip is a four-in-one lens, so you've got a couple of macro lenses as yep. well as a wide-angle and a fisheye lens. Yep. 
and that's incredibly helpful to get some nice effects. Um, it's very popular with our real estate clients right, because they can sure. film a property yeah. uh, and get a really nice look. Um, and so this is real estate filming with their iPhone, isn't yes, it? Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. And so if they're filming with their iPhone, then startups should be doing the same. And, I believe and, so. <laughs> and they should be doing it, I guess, that the real estate agents are doing it now very cost-effectively as well. Well, they're all about getting their personal profile out yep, there. Sure. Um, they are doing videos, let's say, about a market report, yep, what's sure. happening in their suburb, okay, okay yep. positioning themselves yeah. as informed and, right. you know, worthwhile individuals yeah, in the community. Right. Yeah. You know, they do a lot of sponsorship and that sort of thing, which is a flag-waving, right. but it's yep, not sure. connecting the same way as pointing the camera at yourself yep. and talking about the recent sales or whatever's going on. So I think people in, in the startup uh, community could be thinking laterally and going, okay, what can I be doing if I do a little regular update? Yep, if sure. I send that to investors or people that have expressed interest to know how we're going, yep. just to do a little piece, um, keep it lightweight. And it's like a conversation. It's like right. the modern day word of mouth, if you like. Yeah, because I always think, I always think with... Um with videos, or I, I, my whole theory now on the web, in actual fact, is that as soon as somebody comes to your website, you've only got one goal, mm. and that goal is to start a conversation. Because I think the days of direct selling where you'd advertise, here is my product, and people would click on the ad and they'd buy it. I think those days have gone. I think anyone that's still selling that is kidding themselves. Yes. And so I think my experience now is as soon as people get to the web, as soon as they touch your website, you want to start some sort of conversation with them. There's all sorts of challenges, as you know, around how doing that. Video can be a good way. Pod podcasting can be a great way of doing that as well. And I think once you start that conversation that you're, that you're, in, you're there in, you know, you've got a chance for anything else to happen. And so I suppose there probably are a lot of startups who come out with the big boom. They go out and contact everybody. Everything's happening. And then you don't hear. There's a deathly silence for six months. <laughs> and it's yes. like, what happened to them? But in actual fact, if they sent out a little email newsletter, it had a one- or a two-minute video yep, that they'd shot on their takes. phone. And it might just be, hi, here's the girls, we're having coffee, and we're doing our strategy meeting, and yep. we're going skiing next weekend, and we've got a new app coming along, and, and that was it. Mm. That would be great, wouldn't it? Well, it's all about engagement now, and I think um, humanising and getting that emotional content. So whether it's, um, I mean, obviously you want to remain positive. You don't want to be having the camera pointing on you whilst you're crying over something. I did visit somebody the other night who was showing me their Blair Witch moments, and okay. that's where they're, they're, they're up at two in the morning and they're videoing each other just going completely insane. Yeah. They, they'd lost some footage or they'd, they'd lost some tape or they'd done something, and they were like, this is a disaster. Um, so <laughs> carry on. It can be. Yeah, um, yeah. so but, but I think it's it, the trick still is to keep it lightweight. Yeah, because totally. if it becomes onerous, if it takes two, long yeah. to do yeah. for one you won't do it yeah there's always something more important and if you had somebody in the office who's responsible that says okay i'm going to keep a little bit of a journal like a, a video journal of yeah, what's happening right, yeah. um little ups and downs little moments yeah, of sure. breakthrough yeah. or excitement yeah that's actually really great material and i've actually had very big clients right um we did a show in in um las vegas a few years back yeah um 
and I had these television producers from LA and yeah. they're a very special breed of animal. Yeah. And they would have clients like Red Bull right. who have huge budgets yeah, sure. and they want to get all this crowd engagement and they're doing amazing videos. Right. And I yeah. thought, okay, how come you're talking to me? And they said, well, you know what? Our productions are so big yeah. and so onerous yeah. that it takes us days to get back to the client with right. anything, yeah, which it does because yeah, it's, it's bigger than Ben-Hur. Yeah, yeah. What they wanted our app to do was get the behind-the-scenes little grabs that they could put on their social pages right. and sort of humanise their brand Fantastic. to show little snippets that you wouldn't normally see, yep. that people see a glimpse of what's going on behind the scenes. Right, sure. And it's just a different strategy. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it's funny you said that because early on, somebody had suggested me uh, about giving people some uh, behind the scenes <laughs> things that were happening in the magazine. And it's like, wow, I don't want people to see that. Yeah. I've, I've just gone completely nuts <laughs> over something the designer's done. And I've, yep. you know, I'm completely rebuilding an entire part of the whole thing. And we're moving, we're moving, you know, from this whole thing from just the iPad into the into the iPhone 6 was just a massive app update which just about sent me you know and I was like I don't want anyone to see that but in actual fact I think the podcast lets people in behind the magazine and I yes. think people do see that there is a kind of story there and I think that's been my kind of a solution to It's a very the... clever one actually and I think there's a lot to be taken with that nice combination sometimes you want the visual and sometimes it's appropriate and other times podcast is the perfect thing yeah. because because, I mean, rather than listen to mindless whatever, yeah. um, to have something that's a conversation, you're listening in, it's sparking ideas, yeah. you're in that moment where you can actually be open to it. Yeah. Um, and, and, yeah, it, horses for courses. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I, I guess the other thing is, that I think one of the... Re and I, I listen to a lot of podcasts now, simply because, particularly late at night, because I don't want to be... I don't want to be staring at a screen yeah. in bed with my iPad or whatever. I, I just, I'm, I'm over it. I'm over screen time by the time I get to the end of the day. And I, you know, you just put a podcast on and it's just so easy. I love it. So, yes. so that's good. Look, uh, I wanted to ask you a little bit about uh, a startup life in Austin. Yes. Uh, because I, I hear through the grapevine that uh, there's a lot happening there now. So we made the decision just over a year ago, yeah. um, and it's very serendipitous that we're sitting on the veranda of the Hilton where, um, can I say Hilton? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but um, it was here that I was um, absolutely wringing myself out with the decision of where we set up in the US. Sure. Um, we had a previous business. Yep. Um, in the automotive industry, as a matter of fact, and that startup went well. Yep. It, it went on to win um, some awards, and you know we're very pleased with it. And that saw us living in Dallas, Texas, for right, two years, sure. which I swore never to do again. <laughs> yeah, okay. um, because an Aussie in Texas, well, there's a lot of overlap, and they're very pioneering cultures. But yep, um, sure. Dallas was very big, very yeah, very yeah. scary back yeah. in those days. Yeah. Austin, on the other hand was featured in this magazine article sitting on the coffee table in my room as I was right on the verge of making this decision. And right. it was just so freakishly, you know, serendipitous as yeah. it landed. And I thought, okay, I've got to read this, clearly. Um, and as I ploughed through this article, it did a back-to-back -back comparison with San Francisco yeah. and Austin, Texas. And I was 99% there. I had the, the space selected I was so committed to San Francisco I thought no nope, this is the way to go and there's a huge 
Australian community there. I mean, it's massive. And I thought, no, this is the easiest way to fly in and, you know, with that commute and all these things considered. And then I read the article. Right. And then I realised that, hang on a minute, um, Austin is now in number four position and it's fast overtaking San Francisco with its rate of growth. Right. It's a start-up community which is a fraction of the cost. Sure. San Francisco has now overtaken Manhattan yeah. for, you know, expensive real estate. Right, to live sure. there, the cost of living is extremely high. Yeah. Um, so if you're looking to stretch your dollar, um, it's a quarter of the cost to be based there. And so for me, it was, um, a difficult decision, but it was less expensive to employ people. Right. Um, there were, um, a lot of incentives and things that assisted startups. You've got South by Southwest, which is Yes, so I keep hearing a lot about South by Southwest. South by, as the locals call it, South by began, uh, Austin has a a real sense of community and I loved it so much more than Dallas because Dallas is a big town and it's very hard to connect and meet people as a foreigner, as an outsider. That is a consideration. Whereas Austin has, it's the fastest growing city in the US now. It's getting 138 people a day moving there, which of course is putting huge uh, sort of pressure on their traffic is is, is, uh, not coping. But aside from that, it's it's had a culture of, um, their motto is keep Austin weird. Right, okay. And it has a history with Willie Nelson and the music industry, right, which is sure. very creative, so it's like a big, big hippie town. Yeah, right. And then you've got technology over the top, so it's the hometown of Dell. Right. Dell okay. Computer, yep, and then you've sure. got Apple's head office, and right. you're seeing all of these incredible technology businesses. Okay. Nestling in there and going, yeah. right, we're here and we're going to make and it work. And we're here to stay. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, it's fascinating. And, and what, um, what advice would you give for, I know that there's a lot of, uh, a lot of people in the startup community here, I know, who are toing and froing to yeah. LA back and forth, uh, which, is, which is good, of course. It's um, demanding and, and grueling. And, and, and all of those things. And, um, and then I know that there's a, there's a lot of people who, who see the potential for their uh, products and their ideas and their services and, and their market in the U.S. and and, and but they don't want to leave home mm-hmm. um, and uh, they they want to but they still want to be able to connect into the U.S. and and I, I think for some people they find it very challenging. I find it easy. I just pick up the phone. It's easier sometimes for me to talk to somebody in California than Sydney. I can't tell you why that is. Uh, it's not to do with the time zone, but I think it's just to do with uh, sometimes sometimes people. Uh, just more open to innovation from anywhere, whereas I think there can be some cultural um, limitations sometimes where, you know, innovation comes from the top down, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is absolute rubbish. And uh, and so, therefore, I find I find connecting uh, with the States in terms of our readers and our people contributing and, and all sorts of things around the magazine really easy. So what advice would you give for Aussie startups that want to connect into the U.S. without necessarily sort of flying in and out every mm, two months? Mm, mm. Okay. Well, I think, I mean, depends whether you've got the Aussie accent in full flight, but right. they absolutely love yeah. uh, Aussies uh, to start with, yep, which sure. is a great um, starting point. Yeah. Um, I think you really need to play the social game. You yeah, need sure. to be following, you need to be... Um, Obviously, very aware of what the Americans love to call thought leaders. Yeah, so sure. as you find people that resonate with your space, yep. um, 
you know, follow, engage, and and really become a fan. Yep, sure. Um, and then I think people invariably love to give advice yeah. and be approached for you know. Um, giving that advice. Mentoring, you know, in a sense. Mentoring is yeah. a very popular thing in the States. Yeah. They have a pay-it-forward mentality. Yeah. So the movie did right. did succeed. Yeah, fantastic. And particularly in Silicon Valley. Yeah, in, the okay. Valley is known for this... Um, both collaborative but yep. helpful you know I, I know who you need to talk to yeah, sure. and they refer you to this one and refer you to that and, yeah. and, and it, through this network yeah. of people helping startups yeah. you will find that obviously you need to stay in the game and stay in the conversation yeah. but I think you can gr- get a lot of ground from here uh, so long as you don't mind waking up early, which yeah, is, absolutely. you know... Look, I, I just, <laughs> or I don't, staying up late. <laughs> that's right. I don't find it's a problem. I mean, uh, so it might be... It could be 7 o'clock in the morning. I'm talking yes. to New York. It's more like 6 a.m. before I even leave the house. And and that's all fine and dandy. I just... Um, I, the challenge for me is always the UK. In actual yes. fact, I find that very unfriendly because... Um, well, California's it's, easy. Exactly. Yeah. But if it's 8 p.m. in... in uh, or, you know, if it's whatever time it is that I can speak to people in the UK, it's normally morning for me, and I'm normally, you know, I'm not that good in the morning. Um, so I love these late-night conversations. Right. And, uh, and, and doing a lot now um, uh, with Seattle and that space, and they're only six hours ahead, it's all just so easy. So, yeah, good. Look, I think we're going to round up now because the sun's gone down and uh, we're, we're moving into the chill of it, and I can see you shaking. But um, I wanted to hold out to the end here because it's just been so valuable. Is there anything that you want to share with people, apart from obviously they can go to um, uh, busyvid.com, B-U-S-I-V-I-D, dot com in order to uh, find your apps and, and your other products and services any other any other things that you want to share with people just just before you sign off for now for the uh, big slush tomorrow yes um gosh i think there are times when it's a very lonely path right sure and yeah. i think um if there is something you know if 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 you find a community of like-minded people that can help you through those tough times, yeah, yeah. I think that's a really important element. So no matter what you're doing, yep, sure. you know, don't yep. give up. Yep. And, yep. and just keep... I, I think the innovation is not just in the product, yep. but how you get the product out there. There's just as much innovation required there. So try, try, try again. Yeah, I'm absolutely. having to drink my own Kool-Aid here. And, <laughs> yeah. and um, <laughs> you know, take, take it on the chin, regardless of how many people uh, take us on in Kickstarter. We'll, we'll find a way. And, yeah. and that's, I think, my wrap-up message to, right. to those that are listening. Brilliant. Thank and you. thank you. Thank you so much, Helen. Thank you so much for being here. We arrive at this glorious <laughs> sunset. We've now got this freezing Arctic wind um, as winter is approaching. And um, thank you very much for the time. It's been no, great. Really you. enjoyed it. Thank Peace. you. Thank, thank you very much. Peace. Technology. Travel.